welcome to the FinGen Show. And thank you so much for joining us in another episode. In today's discussion, we wanted to talk about entrepreneurship and small business development, specifically in the arena of what we're going to call economic development and workforce development. And in the past few weeks, now that we are in, a, in an era that people are looking to you know, fuel or make sure that there is some support for these startups as well as small businesses in their community, we have noticed that many times, unfortunately, many of the individuals are being asked to do such tasks were stuck or sometimes they were looking for solutions or sometimes they're actually experienced, really well experienced doing support for economic development, specifically in the entrepreneurship or small business arena. Now, if you've been doing economic development, supporting large corporations, I wish you the best with that. And I think there are lots of ways that you can continue to do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, I think you should do more of it. I'm just focusing our conversation here on entrepreneurship, small business, and medium business or medium enterprises. And the reason I wanted to focus that because we have learned throughout the years of working in this space that a lot of times this space gets neglected or usually given to someone that is, you know, that is already have 50 other things on their plate, although they could be really good at it. It's just they don't have the time or the capacity to deploy something or some other cases we've seen where they really have never worked with startups or small business. And now they're really trying to do their best with no resources or no knowledge. And the good and bad things that could be actually a great opportunity for you to explore lots of things. One of the things I wanna also mention that our focus has always been in the underserved communities, minorities, immigrants, you know, maybe infringed uh, communities. So therefore I wanna bring that up because if you are in a community that is prospering and has lots of entrepreneurship activities, I probably, this, some of this conversation might not apply. I'm not sure. Most of the times we worked with individuals that had to start something for entrepreneurs in a community that really was not, you know, looking for entrepreneurship as far as a pathway for career or a pathway to pursue or a pathway to make it happen. So I just want to bring that up because that's really part of the framing that we're going to use. So what we learned is that a lot of times when you're trying to do this, first of all, there's a confusion around the type of startups as well as the type of businesses, the background of the individual as an entrepreneur, and of course the size of the business and the le- and how long have they been have they been doing the business? So we won't have time to break all of these things. As a matter of fact, this is why we do train the trainer to offer training specifically for economic developers in the space of startup, small business, and medium businesses, and how to support them best way with our training, facilitations, coaching, mentoring, funding you know, budgeting for that activity for you to deploy a program like this and everything else in between. I'm gonna just, you know, highlight a couple of things that are important to consider when you are, excuse me, launching a program to support entrepreneurs or small and medium businesses in your community. The first thing you wanna wanna consider is one, what type of businesses are you willing to support or you planning to support? Sometimes, you know, I only hear, we wanna support high tech, high growth, meaning that you're looking for a handful of individuals that could maybe start big companies or small companies in the beginning that could maybe end up hiring thousands of people. 
And although I think it's important and many of the smart zones around the world focus on that, I really feel that there's a whole nother work that needs to be done in the base place entrepreneurship, meaning what about the place itself? You might need a store, you might need a clothing store, a restaurant, a gym, an office, a lawyer, all those kinds of services that's needed in that community. So I wanted you to, to really consider thinking about these two frames, right? Am I gonna support tech? Am I gonna support non-tech or I'm gonna call them base place entrepreneurs? Or sometimes I've heard them called tech enabled because they all use tech, but not necessarily tech focus. That's the first thing you wanna do. The second thing you might wanna think about is, are you working with the entrepreneurs that wanna be or the entrepreneurs that have to be? And there's a big difference between the wannabes and the have to be's. The wannabes meaning I may be an executive somewhere and I'm planning to start a business on the side or plan to maybe look into starting a business and one day quitting my job. And then they have to be, these are individuals that are like, I can't get a job or I have to start a business or I don't know how to do anything else but being in business, things of that nature. The reason I wanna bring that up because those two mindsets are so different. Those who wanna be can sit down and talk to you about strategies and marketing and things of that nature. Those who have to be, they're looking to feed their family that day or that week. So it's a different conversation that needs to happen, as well as different program that needs to be offered for that type of individual. And of course, now you step back up and say, was well, it technology or non-technology? Is it a base place? Do they want to open a restaurant or are they trying to invent an app? These are two different conversations based on what is the attitude of the entrepreneur starting. As I said, we could talk about this for the next 10 hours, 10 weeks, and that's what we do. But I wanted to make sure that I give you nuggets of them as we continue to unfold some of the other things we're gonna talk about supporting entrepreneurs in the small, medium enterprises, as well as the startup world. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after the show break. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us at the FinGen Show. I'm your host, Ferris Alamy. And today we're discussing about entrepreneurship, small and medium businesses in the economic development space. So those who are supporting them, what should you be thinking about or at least exploring when you're supporting them? And we just finished talking about the type of entrepreneur, so want to be or need to be. And then we talked about what kind of you know business, meaning startup, in the technology world or startup in them, I'm gonna call it place-based or, you know, base place, you know, place-based entrepreneurship or places that you need to go and visit. So anyway, now you wanna think about what kind of program do you offer? Do you offer a training program? Do you offer a mentoring program? Do you offer, you know, a coaching program? Do you offer all? Do you offer a cohort style? Do you offer right in a way that is just coming as you need it when you need it? All those things are part of the equation that you're trying to figure out. And what I've seen is sometimes you want to do all of them because you feel that they're all relevant and important. And I believe that you probably can. It just takes some resources, right? Resources such as what? Time, people to manage all these things, or of course, people to be in these things. And then, of course, money, because if you're needing to do all this stuff, someone has to manage it or to deal with it. And then, therefore, someone has to get paid to do it. You can get volunteers to come speak. But you can't usually get too many volunteers to do all the paperwork that is needed to make it work or not, or to support it in that way. So that's really kind of like the higher levels of things. So first, what kind of entrepreneur, what kind of business, 
and then what kind of programming you want to offer. You might want to be thinking about funding or what kind of funding, right? So this is where you start now breaking it down to subcategories. Are you looking for microfinance? Are you looking for grants? Are you looking for loans? Are you looking for a larger, are you looking for equity, right? Are you looking for convertible notes? Are you looking for a combination of all those things? This is where you start breaking them down, right? Again, we talked about the training. Do you offer it one-on-one? -on -one? Do you offer it in a cohort style? Do you do it two times a year? Do you do it three times a year? How often should you do this? Do you offer workshops that are, you know, come and take them as you please? Or do you offer them as, you know, a cohort style that you have to go through it and then we will add things once you're alum? Do you have, I'm gonna call it aftercare program, meaning that you graduated from a program and now you're alum and now you wanna think about supporting them? All these questions are part of the things that should be probably going through your head. And it's okay to be somewhat thinking about all of them and where should you start? Of course, we would love to have a conversation about any of these things, but I'm sharing them with you today in the hope that as you hear them with this new frame, it might give you a better way to think about what do you wanna focus on to at least launch that business or launch that support service so therefore you can get some traction with the results. The last thing I want to say is you want to think about what kind of program do you offer for what kind of, you know, activity that you want it to do. And I mentioned that because, you know, I'm lucky enough to work in many of these programs like a fast track or growth wheel or resilient entrepreneur program. We're exploring. There are many programs out there. Some of ours, some of them are different brands that we just, you know, are affiliates of or represent in the community that we are in or globally. And the truth is there's just so many out there you might wanna spend a little bit of time understanding what was this program's designed to do? Who was it designed for? And of course, more importantly, who is facilitating or leading the discussion in a way that is meaningful for the community that you are serving? That's really in a nutshell, the steps that you wanna think about deploying a program in your community. So the first question is, you know, what kind of businesses do I wanna support? The second is, the type of entrepreneurs you wanna support. The third is what kind of programs you wanna support. Now, you could also go into more details if you want to, to discuss, are you supporting startups, small and medium businesses? These are two different worlds, startups or small and medium businesses. And then you might wanna think about the last piece I'm gonna mention is creating what I call an ecosystem map of all the resources that are available in the community. So therefore you're really providing it to the entrepreneurs that you're interacting with, whether they're in a startup mode, small business mode, or medium business mode. So that's in a nutshell. Thank you so much for joining. Till then, have a great day.